Hey everybody, thanks for joining us today. Bobby and I are excited about sharing this sermon. One of the things that's great about the end of the year is the opportunity to have a moment to stop and not just reflect, but also determine what are some changes that you want to make in your life? What are some commitments you want to make in your life? I can't think of a better place to go in Scripture than Joshua chapter 3. And I can't think of a more important thing for us to do before going into 2021. I don't know about you, but uh, there are some good things that came out of 2020, but there are some challenges as well. And instead of just rushing into it without pausing, and what an important thing for us to be able to do. You know, I read somewhere the other day that in the midst of all of the challenges that 2020 offered, uh, part of moving out of 2020 into 2021 was the ability to think, wait a minute, there have been so many good things as well. Hmm. I mean, it's just like God to take so many things that are challenging and take what Satan would have loved to have had a field day with and turn it around for so many good things that have happened. Because we, we have seen people give their life to Christ week after week after week and people that we've been able to serve and feed. And I don't know, I look back on 2020 and I have this mixed bag yeah. Where it's like, Lord, we really were throwing a curve on this one. Yeah. And yet, God, you've been faithful through it all. Yeah, it's funny. So going into COVID, uh, I remember maybe the end of March or beginning of April, people started to say, man, it's awesome to actually see families outside yeah. walking together. Yeah. It's awesome to see families actually having meals around the table together. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome to not be rushing around. And then to get to the end of the year where people are now are actually worried about if they could gather together for the holidays. And so a year ago, some people were begrudging the fact that they had to get together. And so there's something unique that, that 2020 has created within us, this desire to, to be together, but for there to be something new as well. Yeah, On the sphere of all of the emotional challenges, we've hit them all, Hmm. you know, financial, political, uh, racial, spiritual, We've hit them all. Yep. And uh, part of what, a little background on Joshua 3 is the people are ready to go from wandering to the inheritance that God's promised them. Yeah. But there seems to be this uh, immovable object that is in full motion yep. called the Jordan River. Yep. And it's funny, where where we're shooting today is not far from the Chattahoochee River. Right, right. The Hooch is, people that have been around here their whole lives, they love it, they respect it. Some people go tubing down it. The one time I tried going tubing down it, the water was like 50 degrees, and then the thunderstorm come rolling through, and so we're on the side (laughs) of the banks with our flimsy little tubes above our head, freezing to death. Yeah, that, that doesn't sound like fun. Does that describe the Jordan River? It does, because it would have been flowing so hard. And the thing that most of us don't realize about the Jordan is that it, like the Chattahoochee, it can be really, really, really silty. So not only is the water rushing because it was at the season where it would have been at its highest level, and the scripture even says it's out of its banks, mm-hmm. you know? So it's super silty. It's just brown, murkish water flowing at its most rapid time pace of the year yeah. at its at the time of year when it's most overflowing and now here we have Joshua and the Israelites and remember these are Israelites who have been wandering for 40 years yeah. and uh, now all of a sudden right across that raging river is the inheritance of their land it sort of feels like that's where we're at when it comes to year end yeah. is the next year is in sight yeah but 
in similar way, there's some obstacle for us to get there. Yeah. And so for us to think about that today, this literally happened to the nation of Israel. There's a million plus Israelites that have been wandering for 40 years yeah. over and over and over again. Not just a small crew, but no, at no. least a million, maybe even as many as 4 million. And now they're getting ready to walk into God's plan, God's will, God's dream. Yeah. yeah. And so while this actually happened physically, we believe that 2021 is also happening to us spiritually, that there yeah. is a place that God wants to take us. Mm -hmm. There's a place that God wants to take our church. There's a place that God wants to take our families, but there is a Jordan River in front of us. Yeah. And so what's interesting is I love how God helps these people walk into something new. Yeah, because the, the metaphorical river that we all face uniquely uh, is cast on us at a deeply personal level. Like, I have my version of the metaphorical river, you have yours, and each of you have yours. Yep. Some of us, we have the combined elements, but, but we all have unique elements as well. Yep. So like when I read in the scripture in uh, verse four, since you have never traveled this way before, they will guide you. Stay about half a mile behind them, keeping a clear distance between you and the ark Make sure you don't come any closer. Get, give us a little background, Bobby, on this ark. I think it's interesting. Uh, the ark is essentially a box that's about two feet by four feet. It's right. similar to like most people's uh, coffee tables. Mm -hmm. But what's significant about this box is inside of it was the rod of Aaron, Moses' brother. Right. A jar of manna, the bread that they ate when they were wandering for 40 years. Right. The Ten Commandments were in there. Right. But what was cool about it is there's a lid. On each end of the lid was these two angel-type figures. Right. It's decked out in gold, but the significance is that's where God would meet with his people. That's right. So when, in, when we read this text, it's important that we all gravitate toward this truth, that the ark is the representation of the presence of God. So when you and I think about the presence of God, we think in the sense that God is everywhere in spirit and truth. In this particular story, the ark has become, this is where God is mm -hmm. and this is how we meet with God. Yeah. So there is a reverence that is given the ark. And in that reverence comes the stay a half mile behind, but there's also a reminder in there that says, hey, you've never been this way before, so who do you follow? You follow God. Mm. So if, you've if you're wondering, hey, we've never had a year like this before, so naturally we've never had a 2021 like this before, so what do you do? Well, you learn to follow God mm. with a spirit of reverence. But verse 5 gives us a whole nother look. So verse 5 says, Then Joshua tells the people, Purify yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do great wonders among you. So not only have they not been there before, he says, I want you to prepare yourself because God himself is going to, he's, he's going to stop by tomorrow and he's going to do something unbelievable around you. So go prepare your heart for that now. Hmm. I mean, we don't think that way. Yeah. But I, I would dare say that the, the very first thing I need to do to prepare me for 2021 is I need to purify my heart before the Lord, the expectancy that the Lord is going to show up to do a great and wondrous work. 
psychologists have something that they call the fresh start effect. Yeah. That anytime there's a new year or maybe for students, a new semester, there's the sense of, hey, I'm starting over. So how do I start well? And so people will Google things like relationship goals Mm -hmm. or they'll Google things like weight loss or they'll Google all this stuff. And yet most of the time we'll focus on on other things instead of the one thing that really matters right where they're actually saying we're expecting god to show up we're going to set aside some things we're going to purify ourselves because we want to see god move how powerful would it be for us as we get ready for 2021 to begin that process to say god what do you have for me because if you've been around here a while you know that every january we do something called the rock or we do something the rock sunday Yeah. yeah the rock sunday where we ask God, is there something specific? Is there a word yeah. that you have for me that I need to come back to over and over and over again? Well, the significance of that word doesn't happen without us consecrating ourselves. That's right. It doesn't happen without us saying, God, I want to get rid of all the fluff, the stuff. I don't want to go back to the way things right. used to be. I want to follow you to some place. You know, I've learned some of that whole, that whole start effect, you know, mm-hmm. the start afresh anew. I, I recall a few years ago when I did the Appalachian Trail of, in the portion of Georgia, and uh, there was such an ordeal to try to keep your pack at under 60 pounds. Okay. Now, I found this interesting that you would spend a fortune buying things that weighed less to put in your pack, but there was never anything that said, hey, it might help if you weighed less. Hmm. You know? And my takeaway when I was done with it was, you know, it was one thing to make the pack lighter, but it sure would have had a greater impact if I were lighter. And I thought to myself spiritually from that, that's what this is about. Yeah. This is if this is not about what you're what you're going to eat in 2021. This is about what happens to the change within you that allows all that other change to happen. Mm. This purification is a power washing of the soul mm. that prepares a clean space for the Spirit of God to do what only He can do. Yep. Uh, but that's the hard work of preparation for 2021. Yeah, you know, I look at this and I think the scriptures, when it goes on in verse six, it says, in the morning, Joshua said to the priests, lift up, lift up the ark of the covenant and lead the people across the river. And so they started out and went ahead of the people. Once again, follow God. Yeah. The problem is the river is raging and let the people follow God. And they had to have thought, you mean, into that river so we can all drown and die. Right. But now remember, these are the people, and many, many of them, I mean, a lot of people had died over the 40 years. Many of them were remembered walking across the Red Sea. Can you imagine, there's at least a million of them at this point in Joshua 3. There might have been three or four million. Yeah. I'm thinking if I'm the guy in the back and I'm hearing... The yeah. instructions. We're going to step in the water. Where's the water? I don't even yeah, see yeah. the water. I don't even know what? water's up yep. there. And yet these priests are supposed to lead them. And he says to pick up the ark and you're going to actually go and stand in the water. Yeah. Now the benefit back in the Red Sea was the water parted before they stepped in. That's right. But That's now right. he doesn't say the water's going to part, then you're going to step in. Yeah. He says, no, step in first. Yeah, Joshua says to the priest with the ark in verse 8, go ahead and step into the water. Now, if I'm one of those guys and I'm carrying the ark and I'm thinking to myself, you want me to what? I mean, surely the Lord who we are carrying the way they saw it, yep. he will part it for us before we get there, right? But Joshua's like, no, you got to step in 
the water. Sometimes I think as we prepare for 2021 and we think about how to purify our soul, some of us need to go ahead and take a step into the water of faith, trusting that God will part it. But he may not part the water for you until you step into it. Yeah, one of the things that I've joked about before is that oftentimes we say, I want to follow God wherever he wants us to go. But we want to follow him after he's outlined the first 10 steps. God show me steps one through 10. And I think sometimes God says, no, I want you just to step in first and then I'll show you the rest of the steps. Yeah, it is that age old uh, spiritual journey where you, you take one step of faith and God propels you the next 50. Yeah. You know, and I find that to be so cool because in verse nine, Joshua says to the people, he says, come and listen to what the Lord God has to say. Hmm. So once again, this is all about trust. Do you know what Lord, the Lord has to say? I, here's a warning as you head into 2021. Make reading the scriptures a big part of both purifying yourself, preparing yourself, but also to receive what God has for you in 2021. Because apart from being in the scripture, we miss this is what the Lord has to say. Mm. And he goes on, and I love this. He says, today you're going to know that God is living among you. This is a, this, today we would receive that and say, well, yeah, well, sure. But in that day, these are people who believe God lived inside that box. Mm. But Joshua is saying, God's coming out of the box, people, and he's going to be among you And so in among you, he goes through all these different people, like, you know, Canaanites and Hittites, all the ites. And he says... Termites. Yeah, even the termites. And he says... Bad preacher joke. That was a terrible preacher joke. But in the midst of that, he says, God's going to get rid of those obstacles. So what are your obstacles going into 2021? The Lord God says, purify yourself. You've never been this way before. Expect that God's about to show up. And you take that first step because when I do that, I'm going to remove those obstacles for you because you've trusted me enough to step in the water. There's always a next step. Yeah, always. There's always a next step yeah. or even a first step. And I think for anybody that's wired like me where you want complete clarity before you take a step, ask God, even today, what is that one thing I could do? There's a lot of things that maybe I can't do yet, and I don't have the clear path yet, but there's one thing I can do, right? Right. Maybe it's, I'm going to live on less than I make this week, or I'm going to call that person that I haven't talked to in a long time, or I'm going to read my Bible today, whatever that thing is. So often we're like, well, we want the end result. We want to be in the promised land, but you're never going to get there. Until you take that first step. You know, step. you said something to me recently, the whole conversation about uh, we tend to see things as all or nothing. So it's like, all right, God, you either let me lose 50 pounds in the first two weeks or I'm out. Mm-hmm. You know, but I think God is all about seeing the big picture, but wanting us to take small steps oh. because he, he's the one that creates the big change. You know, if if you're if you want to start reading the scriptures, then don't don't start off by saying I'm going to read the Bible for uh, for an hour every day. Maybe it's I'm going to listen to the weekday podcast each morning. You know, maybe I'm going to have a reading plan where I read for three minutes each day because it's not about how much; it's about getting that living, breathing Word of God at work inside of you. It's like anything else. If if your goal is to lose 50 pounds over the year then it's a marathon, not a sprint. So maybe you just have, you don't do the fries. 
Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you don't have to eat, you know, like like rabbit food for your whole life. Right. You make a few small things that you can commit to for the long haul, yep. including spiritually. Because what, listen to what else happens. I think this is wonderful. Look, the Ark of the Covenant, which belongs to the Lord of the whole earth, will lead you across. So once again, follow the Lord. So if you're looking for this one big takeaway from today, follow the Lord, take a step in the water, and so he says in verse 13, the priests will carry the ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth. As soon as their feet touch the water, the flow of water will be cut off upstream and the river will stand up like a wall. Hmm. Okay, so the Lord says, this is what, this is what we're going to do. Yeah. And by the way, when you, when you take that step, then he's going to do all these other things. And then in verse 14, it says, the people left their camp to cross over. There was an intention. I'm going to cross over. I'm moving from here to where God wants me to. And the priests who were carrying the Ark of the Covenant went ahead of them. And then it talks about how it's overflowing out of its banks. And then it says, But as soon as the feet of the priests who were carrying the Ark touched the water at the river's edge, the water above that point began backing up a great distance away from a town called, listen to this, Adam. Hmm. (laughs) I, I mean, if you can't preach that, something's wrong, right? And the water below that point flowed onto the Dead Sea until the riverbed was dry. Then all the people, somewhere between one and four million of these people, walked across, and they walked across near the town of Jericho. So we, all of a sudden, we still have obstacles, but the biggest obstacle has been removed. I bet their faith grew greatly Absolutely. as they moved across there. Absolutely. I wonder what, I wonder what would be in your life... What is that obstacle that the Lord wants to dam up and dry up for you to walk across a dry riverbed? What, what's the obstacle in your soul? Mm-hmm. You know, it, it could be a relationship. It could, it could be finances. It, it could be an addiction. You know, it could just be a lazy person spiritually. Yeah, it could be ourselves. In my case, I promise you it is. Hmm. Yeah. It's like, Chuck, how can you get out of the way of God enough for him to be able to have his way and you're willing to follow him even when it looks like that makes no sense? Yeah. I love that in this passage, I mean, for 40 years, they've been wandering in the wilderness over and over and over and over again. For 40 years, they've been following a cloud during the day and fire by night. Now they're one day away from the promised land. Yeah. They're one day away from God's will. And the way that they got there wasn't wandering anymore. Right. It wasn't cloud and fire in the sky anymore. Right. It literally was if we follow God and we take a next step. There you go. That sounds simple for a preacher to say, but man, how powerful to say, you know what? 2021 is just around the corner. Yeah. I mean, it is just around the corner. What would happen if we said, as best as I can, God, I want to follow you. And as I follow you, God, would you help me to take a next step? Right. God, would you help me to take a next step? In fact, next Sunday, we're going to come right back from this location because one of the things we've loved is for families to be able to be together over these holiday seasons. But we're going to come back together with this fire and with this conversation to say, as we prepare and walk into January, Mm -hmm. what is the one thing we must do? That's right. There's a lot of things we could do. Yeah, but what's that one thing? There's one thing that God wants us to do. And so thanks for being with us today. Yeah, thank you. Because our desire from today is that 
you would be able to walk across a dry riverbed into 2021 and God would remove those obstacles. But it's going to take your step of faith, your commitment to purify yourself and trust that you're following God. So today, maybe you'd say, well, Chuck, I, I don't think I've ever done that before. Then it starts with the simplicity of saying, Jesus, I need you. I'm calling on your name. Would you come into my life and clean me up and make me new? And thank you for dying for me and raising from the dead to pay for my sin. And I want to follow you with my life. Maybe that's your desire today. And if so, would you be so kind to just click below and let us know that uh, you're here and that you've heard that message that I, I want to trust God and we'll be happy to send you some information that would help you on that walk. I came away with one big thing and that one thing for me, Bobby. And that is for me to trust the Lord, I have to know his voice. Hmm. I have yeah. to spend time with him. And so I invite you, join us on the weekday podcast, just weekdaypodcast.com or on the Sugar Hill Church app. But it's a way to get scripture into you every day. And it's so simple. It's just five minutes a day, five days a week. And the great thing about getting scripture into you is that it is, it is a living, breathing thing that will go to work and it will prepare you to walk across dry ground. My friend, that's our desire for you because God loves you and has a great plan for you to walk across dry ground. Let me pray for you as we prepare to head into 2021. God, thank you. Uh, we look forward to next week, but we also look forward to today. God, we look forward to tomorrow that we might begin to clean ourselves up and expect great things from you and dry ground just ahead. Would you remove the barriers and obstacles that are before us so that we can walk with you and trust you in all of our ways? God, we thank you that uh, Jesus came that we could have life and have it more abundantly. Jesus came that we could have life eternal. And he also came that we could live in his abundance right now. So God, I pray we'd follow you. We'd take that first step into the water, that we'd walk on dry ground. And like the rest of the story says, we'd stop and we'd build an altar to remember that you're the one that brought us through 2020. And you're the one that will carry us forward into 2021. We love you and praise you and thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.